Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. After the commercial break, uh, <laughs> and we see the harpies descending. Uh, now that you have sort of overcome the first trial on the island, uh, I would look to you and say, "Heroes, which way? Uh, which way do you turn?" But in this case, the next threat is fairly imminent based on the decision that, that you made, and that is that um, these three harpies—they uh, uh, have, uh, you know, these broad, broad, wide wings, these horrible talon claws. Um, and they look just in anguish. They look these. They, they, they're creatures just made of uh, 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 pure hate, uh, or at least that's that's the emotion that they that they are resonating. Maybe that is not intrinsic to them, but in this moment, they're they're hateful of the people on the island, and they're hateful of you for protecting the island. Uh, and they swoop down, and as Melatia, um, with your aid, is able to start getting people into the mines, they swoop down to snatch people up before they can get in there and carry them off to their sky caves above, where they will probably do all sorts of horrible things to them, or drop them, dash them down on the rocks. Um, your sailors, being present, are also uh, at risk of their peril. So, should you not defend them, the harpies will make off with the people of the island and uh, to take them to their sky caves and devour them, kill them, do what other horrible atrocities you don't know. Um, who will face them in a challenge of blood and valor to fend them off and protect the people of the island? I, eagle-eyed Arcadius, will absolutely face against these beasts. I, swift-footed Dreos, will stand against the harpies. And I, strong-limbed Haythor, scion of the ocean wave, will stand against them. And the pure-hearted does any meeny miny mo to decide who to support. <laughs> Pure-hearted Mykonos will support Arcadius as he shoots these flying beasts. Nice. Uh, wonderful. 
Uh, now, this challenge is a perilous challenge. Uh-oh. <laughs> Should have told you that before you dove into it, but I don't think it would have changed your mind. Any who, any who face this challenge and suffer from it, in addition to whatever happens uh, as a result of you suffering, you're also going to suffer pathos. Uh, uh, th- this is a deadly challenge. Um, and, and should you uh, fail to overcome the harpies, they will inflict horrendous wounds. Wounds that would, would kill lesser heroes, but only will uh, bring you closer to, to agony. So let's roll those harpies. They're a little tougher than Ionestes. Oh, oh no. no. Just a bit. Actually, Inesti's rolled really well, so you know who, who knows they might they might do they might do worse. Uh, their name die is d10 plus their blood and valor is two d8. So I have eight and five. I have a thirteen coming at you. <laughs> the strong limbed Hathor will die on the field of battle. <laughs> and failing this challenge, the harpies will devour some of your sailors and uh, islanders. It'll be real bad. But hey, you're big heroes. Uh, the Eagle-eyed Arcadius will uh, summon some of his Artemis uh, stuff. <laughs> Eloquent. Yeah, you can call upon Artemis to give her your favor as you as you knock an arrow. Yes. Fire at the harpies. Uh, and I will call upon the divine favor of Hephaestus um, because I plan to use my ingenuity to fell the beasts. And if I don't, there's literally no way I can pass this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> So is favor the only die that gets added to the total? It is, yeah. Okay. yeah. So okay. 13 is impossible to hit unless you're supported by somebody who has a D8 in their blood and valor and, and they and they give you their, their blood and valor die. I know at least a couple of you do. Uh, also worth noting, if you call upon Melatia in this case, uh, yeah, her blood dollars D8. So if you, if you call, if you use the bond of Melatia, she's worth a D8 as well. I think I'm going to do that. Sounds good. If you suffer, it might be bad for her. Yeah. Also, by the way, this is my fortune is that I never don't roll a die at maximum value. Uh, the game used to have an exploding mechanic where if you rolled maximum value, you could keep rolling or adding to it. And <laughs> we had to stop it. Mostly because of me, because I'd be like, and your total is 35. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Jeez. As a child of Earth Dawn, I 100% understand that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But on the flip side, the bounty glory here is 13. So the higher I roll, the more bounty, the more glory you have at stake. Or the glory bounty, rather. You said that I could call upon like one of the other heroes to help me. Yeah, spend one of your bonds with them, and they will give you their uh, d- their name die. The other thing that you could do is you could spend pathos to bring in any other domain you want. So let's say blood and valor isn't your strong suit, but uh, craft and reason is. Uh, you could say, well, I am going to dig into the depth of my humanity and and uh, call back to my to my heritage of living on the water and all these things, and I will I will ensnare them in the ropes. I will you know do something else. And that will uh, – and thus bringing in a sec- another domain die and preferably, obviously, the, the domain die that you're best at. Uh, I'm absolutely going to do that then. I think it's a good call. Yeah. All right. Everybody have their pools ready? Uh, yeah. I'm going to spend uh, one of my bonds with Mykonos. Call on Mykonos to lend you aid, so especially since he, uh, Mykonos, you're supporting Arcadius right now, right? Correct. Nice. All right. Everybody roll those bones and then let's find out what happens. <laughs> All right, I see some elation and I see some uh, some defeat. Uh, looks like Arcadius, maybe you you didn't roll the best. What's funny is is that I had my D eight fall out of my uh, 
out of my rolling tray. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, I'll re-roll that. And it was a three. <laughs> and now it's a one. Oh. And so my highest dies were my sixes of six and five, four and 11. And since I used uh, Artemis to help me out, I got a one. Oh, no. Off of my D4. For a total of 12. And you are just shy. All right. I think you're – it sounds like from looking at everybody else dancing in their seats, it sounds like 12 is the lowest total. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah. How does how does Artemis's true arrow fail you? Does 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 it puncture the harpy and have no effect or do you miss altogether? Describe describe how you suffer and remember that you're going to be – you have to mark pathos in this because the harpy inflicts some uh, some wound upon you in, the, in this process. So, what, what happens? So, I get the idea that uh, – you said there are three harpies coming down? Three harpies, yeah. That if I jumped sort of in the middle, I could – pull off three shots at the same time in a sort of spin. Oh, yeah. Since I am a little more graceful uh, than everybody else. And as I do this, I miscalculate both the uh, angle of the arrows and one of them fires off and hits a townsperson. Oh, no. (laughs) And I also fall and I twist an ankle. Can I... uh, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of heroes always being amazing. Can I suggest that you don't miscalculate, but that the harpies move incredibly erratically? And so you have your shots all perfectly lined up. And suddenly, as though a pertinatural force moves them, they like, they shift suddenly and, and your, your shot goes awry because they weren't where they were a moment ago. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think like we see the arrow and it's just about to launch and the harpy dodges out of the way and there's a villager behind them and it plunges into them instead. Yeah. The, the, the shot, it should have been true. It's almost as though they command the winds and storms themselves. Who uh, who was the next highest? I believe I was the next highest. Uh huh. With a sixteen. With a sixteen. Nice. Dang. All right. Yep. So uh, Arcadius, you will mark one glory for your efforts, and also mark pathos for suffering. Um, and uh, Dreos, describe how you how you prevail. Uh, so I think that Dreos gets all of the townspeople who have decided to help, including Melatia, mm-hmm. and. Beats out the count for their strikes on his shield. So they are striking as one mm. in the same direction since it seems like these things are moving unnaturally quickly. You know, I think most of them don't have great weapons, but a few of them have spears and uh, and those that are those that are using like mining picks and things like that, using tools as weapons, are still um, swinging in unison. And one of the harpies that is trying to grab them just can't get purchase. And she keeps getting buffeted back. And uh, yeah, it looks to me like it's strong-limbed Hathor that's going to win the day. Am I right? Yes, with a 17. How do you drive them off? Oh, (laughs) so close. All right, Hathor, how do you... Almost a perfect score. How do you drive these harpies back? Um, Is this supposed to be... Do we kill the harpies? Well, you can certainly describe it. But I will tell you as your Strife player, uh, as my... as a fan of you, that blows seem like they should be mortal to the harpies uh, because they're monsters created by the gods are not. Uh, they can be pinned down and slain, but in the air, in their um, in their natural environment, your best shot right now is to wound or to scare to to, to scare them off. Um, but uh, you will know where they retreat to their caves where they can be defeated. Mechanically, the f- the final foes can only be defeated in, in a battle, which is a set of three contests that we go through. And uh, they, they can be injured, hurt, 
uh, scared off, whatever. But in, in this contest, their their uh, lives are not at stake. But they can be grounded? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because here, here's what my intention was. Uh, I wanted to let out a lot of the slack on my harpoon. Yeah. And cast it over them as I run under them and catch it again on the other side. Nice. And just yank the rope taut to just ensnare the harpies and drag them to the ground. I love it. I, I think you get one and and the other two fly off. The, like the weaving of the harpoon to catch all three seems impossible. But if that sounds good to you, I'm okay. Uh, the harpy of the, uh, the north wind is caught and... Uh, I think the other two look and they just like, it's just hatred in their eyes. Um, but as a few of them have been injured by, uh, Dreos's unified soldiers, they see that they, they, this isn't their moment to strike. They sulk away, retreating up to the sky caves high, high to the north, uh, or high above you, rather, as you have one of their sisters, uh, captured. Congratulations. Uh, Dreos, for prevailing, you get, uh, seven glory. Hathor, for being uh, the best, you get 13. Um, and you've also uh, captured a harpy uh, who really, really wants to tear you to shreds. I think that's only fair. <laughs> so there's, I think there's sort of like a downbeat moment where everyone is, uh, battle is very confusing. It's, it's, it's uh, situational awareness, you know, is never what we imagine it is. So everyone, there's like a flurry of feathers and it, it was happening, 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 and then suddenly it's over. And everyone's like holding up their spears at the sky and, you know, looking for the next attack. But the, the your sailors and the island folk are safe. And I think maybe by this point, like you have like wrapped your rope several times around the RP so that she can't, um, she can't get free. She does have natural talons for claws. So, you know, without your sustained effort, I think, you know, she could cut through any kind of bonds. But you're a great hero and you can sort of uh, make sure she, uh, can't get away easily uh there, there's a huge cheer right you've you've captured one of the harpies the people are delighted because they're they're, they're safe there's also a sense in the air of a, a division of some are like let's just slay the harpies right like let's kill this one and then go up and slay the other two and be done with them and some of them have like maybe they see the humanity in her if such a thing exists and there's some that are like seem reticent among them. Uh, Melatia is not one of those reticent people, though. Mel Melatia is like, let us end the threat. Um, and so she sort of looks to all of you uh, and thanks you as great heroes and uh, is looking to your lead. You know, like clearly you've been doing the thing that she is excited about or you've been doing the thing that she feels is right. And so she's not she doesn't feel like she needs to like boss you around like, OK, now do this uh, because you're already on the same path. Um what are you going to do? Throw some things out there. You could like find out more about the story of the harpies. Obviously, you could uh, slay this one and sort of will go into battle with the other two as they come out to avenge their their fallen sister. Um, or you could go up into their caves to defeat them. Um, and then there's also people that are still like scared that the Pillar of Storms is gone. And you could find out like what happened with that and where it is and more about the portents. I'm interested in finding out if there's any reason not to kill this harpy. Like I would, I would want to, I don't know if the harpy can speak. Would I know that? Uh, yeah. Let's just say, yeah, you know, you know that harpies can speak. Okay. Well then I would want to say like, give me one good reason not to slay you. Um, I think she speaks in kind of um, bird-like squawks, like, like, like they're short and sharp tones. And she, she says, uh, I, I should say the same of you, 
thieves. You've taken what was ours and you don't deserve this wealth. You don't deserve anything. She doesn't really differentiate between you and the Islanders. Um, you're a human star. And I think she kind of builds up to this and finally she says, you've taken my sister. I beg your pardon? Who has taken your sister? Uh, let's frame this a little bit. Is Hathor surrounded by... Uh, Hathor, are you on your own with this Harvey? Are, is this an intimate conversation or is this one where uh, the people of the island are, are present? Particularly, is Melatia present? I am not making any attempt to be discreet. So if Melatia wants to be present, she's present. I think she's present because she wants to like end this heartbeat, right? Like she's, you know, she's um, coming in here either to deliver the fight, the killing blow or to see you do it. Uh, and the harpy sort of looks at her and says, not you, her. And sort of like points, realizes she's like pointing over her shoulder. Her people have taken from us and we will take back in kind. And Meltia has a sort of like, excuse me, look, that she is not 100% uh, like she knows the harpies have always harried them like for generations, like longer than she's been alive. But it doesn't look like she necessarily knows the full story of it. Um, she does, however, look up above to Ionesti's temple. She looks up like maybe the priest would know what's going on, but also I don't care. I'm ready to uh, just end this threat to my to my land. So she doesn't know the answer. You can tell. So you can tell on her face that she's not like holding something back from you. Um, but she also just doesn't care enough to to like want to know what, what what's happening. I want to find out the truth. Yeah. Um. I think I would pose this to the rest of my group though yeah i imagine by this time the rest of you have sort of gathered right like this is the main kind of event is that does that make sense that yeah. the others would be there by this time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the harpy says that they have taken her sister and they have taken from her and her own i assume she speaks of the wealth of this island though i don't know what to make of the sister and it seems like melatia doesn't know either but i don't think it just to execute the harpy just yet we should learn the truth. And of course, like as you do that, she's raging against the ropes and trying to break free. I just am like hold the ropes a little tighter and go, I'm negotiating for your survival right now. You would do well to calm down. Yeah. Uh, leader a leader. Uh, Mykonos, do you. The harpy is clearly a very much a threat, right? Uh, only because of strong limbed Hathor is this rope holding. <laughs> Only because of that is this rope holding her. The moment they let they let go, she's gonna she's gonna tear through these bonds and go on a murderous rage or fly away or whatnot. You know, I don't know how long you can hold her. I agree that there's more to this that we need to discover, but I don't know how we're going to do it without outright just letting her go. So it's chance that or put her down. It only makes sense to put her down. Even if they did not have this grudge, real or imagined, has there ever been a harpy that did not hunger for the flesh of men? Uh, yeah, the, the monsters are all creations of the gods that pretty much all destroy people, right? Like, they're all, they're all monsters by nature. Uh, Meltia does, her only indication is, if you wish to know the history of the island, it is kept by the priest. I've only known the threat of harpies all of our life. I wish to end that threat. Do you all want to uh, jump to a, a scene of, of questioning Ionestes? And uh, we either have Hathor like holding the harpy at bay or Hathor, if you want to stay out of it, you could be down by the docks, you know, keeping her bound or you could you could uh, uh, assign the, the islanders to do that. No, I will gladly. I think I've made my position clear. Like, I think the only thing I would add is actually the argument you brought up, like 
Harpies are as much a creation of the gods as we are. They are part of the balance, and the scales are tipped. There's more to learn. But I would I would happily stay out of the scene and say that I am just containing the harpy like down on the beach while they investigate. Yeah, you all, the rest of you can can go up to the to the temple. Um, also, Hathor, I've never done this before, but I'll just throw this out there. If you let the harpy of the north wind go right now, I'll give you a bond with her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she wants to kill you, but you still did her a service. Like, I don't know how that'll play out later on, but I'm just saying, like, if you're like, well, we can't judge you until we know the truth and you let her go, she'll totally give you a bond. I love it, but I'm not going to take it. Like, I am. Okay. I don't want to kill her yet, but I yeah. I don't know that she's just, like, innocent. Like, I want to keep her here for now. Well, let's, let's just keep that on the table then. Let's just keep that offer out there, right? Like, if you decide later that you do want to... You, you you know, once they figure out more of the truth, right? And you're like, cool, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. I'll just, the offer stays on the table that, that if you give her freedom voluntarily, like she doesn't have to fight you for it. But if you let her go, you can have a bond with the Harpy of the North Wind. Hell yeah. I love this. Okay, cool. And I mean, and I think she says as much as like, she says like, let, let me free now and I will, and I will grant you a boon in, in the future, um, which could be not attacking you, could be whatever. i'm not saying this on a strictly mechanical level like she when she sees that you actually care a little bit like you want to know the truth i think that's when she sort of is like oh you know i i I see that you're somebody of honor and i will i also will honor my word if you uh if you let me free but but she can hold on to that cool so she says that and mykonos just (laughs) no. no don't do that (laughs) <laughs> Mykonos says no no, no you're, you're gone already she oh, wouldn't say am this I? in front of Mykonos oh I see yeah 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 I think this is after the, I think this is after the other three leave yeah absolutely yeah I mean that's 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 where I feel like she feels in confidence um, excellent so you climb up these old steps they're clearly chipped and weathered with age you make it to the temple of, I, of Hera um, it is seen better days it is um, it's dilapidated there's some of the walls are cracked um, there's vines growing up sort of out of control you know this is a an island that has gold mines on it the wealth of this island is incredible and yet it's been forever since that wealth has been spent on the upkeep of this place. Um, and notably, there's like a, a giant spot in the center where one of the pillars has been stolen, has been taken. Pillar of storms that they all talked about. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's like whenever you remove something and there's like dust all around it, like the square, like you can see like the indentation and like all the detritus around it and nothing there. Uh, from the missing pillar. And Ionestes is up there and he has two attendants and they're both sort of like trying to encourage him to uh, not give up hope, right? Like he's like, like you really crushed his will. Uh, and he's he's trying to like reconcile his faith with what's good for the island. And um, so he's kind of got his head in his hands and the other two attendants are trying to, trying to cheer him up. Uh, do you take Melatia with you or is it just the three of you going up there? I think just the three of us. Okay. Yeah. She tends. She's taking care of the people on the island, getting them all inside the caves or the mines, rather. When he sees you, um, he looks up, tears in his eyes, and he says, "Great heroes, what further suffering do you wish to inflict upon me?" That's yet to be seen. We're looking for information about the history of this island. We spoke with one of the harpies. She insists that a sister of hers has been taken. Does this sound familiar to you? He looks grave. And I think this is a contest because I don't think he wants to tell you something that's going to be ultimately 
bad for him. Like you can see that whatever he's about to tell you or he's thinking about telling you is something that will cost him to do it. And uh, it's going to cost him some of his dignity and possibly some of his reputation, um, his status. So let's let's roll some bones uh, with Ionestes. I think this is another challenge of arts narration. Okay. Now that the harpies are fended off, though, the strife level of the island has gone down a little bit. So strife is now down to four rather than five uh, because the immediate threat is no longer present. So even though the harpies aren't involved in this conflict, their general looming threat of them killing everybody is always present, right? Like they could come back and they will come back, but they're they're fended off for now. So, all right. So my total is 10 because, of course, I rolled max on one of my dice because <laughs> I never doubt, apparently. He phrases this as, you wish to know the sacred texts of the Temple of Hera. Show me that you're a hero's uh, worthy of, of her, her knowledge. Normally, Inessis doesn't have this power, but in the, in the Temple of Hera, I'm going to call this challenge sacred, which means if anyone fails it, you're going to lose one of your divine favor. The gods, if you mistreat a priest in his temple, the gods do not take it well. Uh, I think I'll also throw in somebody really wants the truth to come out. I think I'm also going to throw in a bond with Hermes if, who, who, for whoever is best. I, pure-hearted Mykonos, scion of Anlor, will take up the call. I, eagle-eyed Arcadius of Persimone, will back my friend, pure-hearted Mykonos. I, swift-footed Dreos, will also back Mykonos. Oh, nice. Hey, um, hey, Thor, was there anything that the harpy told you that you convey to Mykonos to help find the answer? Do you want to also be supporting Mykonos in this challenge? From something you told him before he uh, before he went up the hill? Uh, yes. I, strong-limbed Haythor of the Ocean Wave, will retro or whatever, retroactively support Mykonos. Yeah, we don't really care about time or distance in these things. So, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense for you to be competing in this contest, but I can totally see you supporting Mykonos by, you know, revealing what the harpy had told you before he got there. Or you just hear a yell way from the beach going, You can do it! (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you! Nice. All right. Uh, Okay, so you prevail... You're going to learn the truth. You're going to get 10 glory. You're going to get uh, the, uh, a bond from Hermes. You suffer and uh, you'll be cast as interlopers upon Harris Temple. I feel like this is important. I think I want to use my divine favor from Apollo for the, his knowledge as well. Nice. Yeah. Apollo, I think also, uh, if, if Apollo was on this island, I'd be giving a bond for him. If, if he was interested in this island, I'd be giving a bond with him because I think he also wants this knowledge to come out. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's a whole lot. That's 14. Nice. Awesome. You prevail. Uh, All right. Well, since you're the only one involved, everyone who supported, take one glory and one bond with Mykonos. And Mykonos, describe, tell me how you prevail over Ionestes and learn the truth. And in fact, tell me how you prevail over Ionestes and learn that uh, Hera, in her jealousy, took one of Zeus's uh, harpies that was one of his creations from his infidelity and turned her to stone, thus making the pillar of storms. Oh. Thus, the reason why the other three harpies of the other three winds are so pissed off at everybody here. So, that's the truth that you learned, but you tell me how you how you get it out of Ionestes. These harpies have been 
killing for generations. The thing that you have put here as safety, as your shield, is the very thing that has brought strife to this place. If there's a way for us to fix it, to keep your people safe, we're going to find out what that is, and we're going to bring balance. Just because you follow a god does not mean that they are correct in all things. Balance is the truest source of peace in this world, I truly believe. So I'm going to learn the truth, and I'm going to learn it now, for your sake, as well as the people down on that beach. And, uh, yeah, I think he just, you know, he's already kind of, he's already looking weary, but he finally says, I let her take it. I let the pirate take the, the pillar because I thought after so many years of taking it for granted that people would finally learn to appreciate the gift of Hera. Well, the gift that you gave them is that now they know that they can fight for themselves. That is not what he wants to hear at all. <laughs> but he he laments because if they learn to fight for themselves and they don't believe the gods, they don't believe that they need the gods, they'll, they'll abandon the gods and the gods' wrath is real. Uh, that's, you know, paraphrasing. But yeah, he, he admits not only to knowing the history of it, you know, he, he pulls out the old tomes and tells you in, in ancient times when Zeus was cavorting and he had three daughters or had four daughters rather the the harpies of the north the south the east and the west wind they roamed about doing whatever they wanted and Hera in jealousy turned one of them into a stone and gave it to the island the island has protected themselves with the pillar of storms ever since he seeing that they just had stopped caring about Hera let the pirate queen Thessakira make off with the with the pillar and he tells you should you seek it Hera's peacock will guide you and you recall back to the peacock on your boat, and it is still pointing away from the island where the pirate queen has taken the pillar. And uh, he pleads with you, although I don't think this is your intent, but he pleads with you to bring it back and restore it. The statue will be restored, certainly. Can I give you a little bit of advice? Like, since you're the only one in this contest, is this kind of a, is this like an open, like we're shouting at each other from across the temple or is this a more of an intimate conversation? I think it's more of an intimate conversation. He'll, he'll happily take some advice. He feels like he's screwed up royally. When faith, the faith that the gods desire is put into them, of course, that is filling what they desire for themselves. But when that faith is built on something fake, it falls apart much easier. I think... No matter what happens, what you need to think about in your faith is how to build these people's faith in Hera in a true way, because this is all built on fallacy. And even if we restore it now, it'll never be the same, and Hera will not get the praise that she actually wants. So no matter what, making this decision, you've destroyed what you had, and it's never coming back. And then I think we just turn and go. Uh, cool. Yeah, clearly your, your words resonate with them. Uh, so I, I think, do we cut back to you coming down the steps from INSC's temple with, uh, Hathor, you know, workers' muscles straining at the bulge of holding on to this, this harpy who, uh, you know, who's obviously wants, to, does, is not constantly fighting you, but just every once in a while is testing, testing the bonds to see if they're, they've come loose. Um, I imagine you're sore after all of this. Uh, what does this reunion look like? What news? The pillar is their sister. Um, I think I want to address the harpy directly. Sure. We're going to chase down those that took your sister. 
and we're going to restore her to you, and you're not going to bother these people on this island anymore. It's not a question. It's not a request. It's not a deal. Those are the things that are going to happen. Do you understand? When you tell her it's not a request, it's not an offer, she, you know, instead of going to like, let's debate this, she just looks at you and says, I hear your words, human. Good enough for me. And then she looks to you, Hathor, like... I'm about to piss off the whole group, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to... Did you say the name of the, the person that has the statue? Um. Yeah, I'd say it'd be reasonable to say that I had mentioned who the pirate queen was. Okay. Then I think I'm going to kind of lean in to whisper to the harpy and say, Do you hear that? Your sister is in the possession of Thesakira, the pirate lord. Notify your sisters. We'll meet you there. And then I'm just going to let her go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, so she as soon as you let as soon as you let like the slightest bit of tension off, she just rips out, right? You know, you're gonna have to get some new rope. Thankfully you you you're a sailor, you have tons of rope. <laughs> but right, like the moment there's any slack, she just shreds it all and she flies up ten feet in the air, and you know, you can still see the hatred and the venom in her eyes. Um, and she's looking at Mykonos like, I could grab you and eat you in a second, right? But she looks back at Hathor and then looks up and fly and just flies off back to the cave with her sisters. Uh, there, there was definitely a look of recognition. You all saw it. But who's to say what she'll do? And, and the person who's to say is Hathor when he spends his bond <laughs> with her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Harpy of the North Wind? That's the Harpy of the North Wind. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a D10 name die. Woo. So, all this time you've been doing all this, Thessakira has been getting further and further away. Um, she has quite a lead on you. Um, but you do have, you know, strong-limbed Hathor, Sigh of the Ocean Waves. And uh, you apparently have Hermes' blessing as well to go make off with this this pillar. Although he's less inclined about, like, justice and whatnot. He's just like, you should steal the pillar for yourself. Like, like he's, <laughs> you know, he's excited about Thessakira, excited about all these other things sort of what you get out of the talking with Ionestes. Yes, you know the path, but you're you are far behind. Will you will you chase after Thessakira or will you address other uh, other issues on the island before you go? Any objections to chasing down this queen? No. No objections here. None. All right, to the ship then. So I think we see the shot of um we see the shot of everybody uh Get all your sailors, you know, coming and they've had some time with the Islanders. They've, they've traded some goods and they've, uh, you know, connected with people and been on land. And some of them are a little sad to be getting back to sea so quickly, but, uh, you're great heroes and they want to be part of your story. So they, 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 um, they, they board the ship. Um, a few of the Islanders come to you and they stand at the, they stand on the shore. Um, they're led by Melatia. And um, she looks at you like, what? You promised her that you would destroy the harpies and you let them go. Now you're getting on your ship. And she looks at you like looking very betrayed. And she says, what? Uh, so you're leaving us uh, already? We're attempting to fix the problem. If this pillar is restored to them, they'll leave you alone. It costs you nothing to make that gamble. It costs me everything. Yes, I understand. But... There's reasonable doubt. I'm not putting something to death because of the situation that it's in. And frankly speaking, the only person here today that's hurt one of your townspeople is standing right next to me. And I nod over at Arcadius. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm waving with a cheesy grin. Uh... She says that I ask you, great heroes, to give me a part in my island's fate. And she like puts like one foot on the... Um, 
on the like the ramp up to the up to the ship. Like she's not presuming, but she's obviously like showing you her desire, her intention to to come with you. I have no objections. She she boards with a couple of her peeps. Uh, I think one of them is the one that was shot. He's like, oh, it's okay. It's been bandaged, and you know, he's like, he's like, like ready to show that he could do better in the in the fight the next time. We see you leave Cryos. The wind at your at your back, and uh, as we zoom out above, uh, we can see this 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 torrential storm uh, before you that's pushing Pesakira and her ship at, a, at an incredible clip. We zoom in as we see Thessakira just on the horizon, and you've just caught sight of her. Harris Peacock is guiding you on the way, but the winds and the waves have just gotten horrible. Um, uh, Strongland Hathor, you know that your your uh, your patron god Poseidon, he, he his forces are being you know his waves are being whipped about by this unna- uh, these unnatural winds, um, and you can almost sense his you know frustration at at, at his domain being interfered with. Uh, but nevertheless, Thessakira's ship is is perfectly in the eye of the storm of it all. Like she's just blazing along as these storm clouds whip around her, much as they did the island before when they had the and uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut in right as we're gonna make that first engagement roll right as we see if you can catch up with Thessakira or if she spots you and uh, is going to have the advantage on you. So let's let's uh, roll them bones. Um, I'm gonna start. This is a challenge of craft and reason to catch up to her as we're sailing up to her ship. Um, so I'm gonna roll Thessakira's name die. Her craft and reason. And she also has an advantage die um, due to the time that you've been spending, you know, uh, fighting the Hercules and whatnot. So uh, she won't have this in the rest of the conflict, but this is just this first engagement is essentially establishing her lead uh, that she has. So unfortunately, just by virtue of facing Thessakira, you're back into a higher, not highest, but high strife situation. The strife has gone back up because this guy has the pillar and everything around you is is uh, real, real bad as soon as you get close to her. So, her name die, her craft and reason, and her advantage die. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so uh, this is the engagement, and Thessakira has a 13, uh, because naturally she does. She is, in fact, the pirate queen. Um, uh, and, she, and she has a lead on you. Uh, however, Tessakira has is the pirate queen who has never been caught. Uh, she she is legendary for never having uh, been caught before. So maybe you will be the first heroes to to break that record. Strong limbed Hathor of the ocean wave will engage. Yeah, they will. This is their stuff. Uh, Eagle eyed Arcadius uh, will back Hathor in their pursuit of Thessakara. Very cool. Pure-hearted Mykonos will also back Hathor. <gasps> All right. Sounds good. Uh, swift-footed Dreos will rise to the challenge. Very cool. All right. Um, so you're going to grab your, your name and your epithet and your and your uh, craft and reason dice and, uh, and then bring in any pathos, bonds, or uh, divine favor you want to spend. Um, swift-footed Dreos, you know, bringing in your blood and valor – from Hermes uh, makes a lot of sense to me. If you want to uh, uh, spend the pathos to do that, I can see just the, you know, you, you facing against the horrible winds and holding onto the ropes, even though they're straining and your muscles are bulging all, all those, all that goodness. And uh, I think I'm also going to use a bond with Mykonos 
so I'm going to call on him to kind of point out things that I may not see as I move around. Yeah, with with his searching eyes. Um, I am going to invoke the divine favor of Artemis for precision in chasing this ship. Okay, I like it. And I'm also going to invoke another bond with Mykonos uh, for, for his wisdom to help me track. Very cool. Let's go ahead and roll those dice and see if you can catch up to the Pirate Queen. What was the target number? 13. You got it? I got it. So did I. All right, you both prevail. Excellent. Uh, who was the lowest? Who had the lowest total? I got a 15. I also got a 15. All right. Okay, excellent. Good Good time. So now, both of you take your name dice. You've both got a 15, but there can only be one person who's best. So both of you take your name die and roll off to see who is who is best. Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, do it again. One, two. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are heroes of myth and legend. <gasps> All right. Jaios is best. Uh, so I think as you're getting closer, because clearly you're, you are prevailing, as you're getting closer, you see Thessakyra. It is clear to you, Hathor, that Thessakyra is also of the ocean waves. Uh, she, her long black hair is whipping in the wind, but it never seems to get in her face. You know, it's like she just knows how to stand perfectly in the wind. Uh, she wears a buckler, not, not entirely unlike uh, Dreos's, but it's, uh, diamond shaped and, um, and you can see the, uh, you can see the emblems of waves, uh, crested onto it. And it's, it looks like she could kind of stab with it or, uh, deflect with it. And she is just running up and down that ship as though there weren't horrible gusts of wind, completely unimpeded. Thus, Kyra laughs into the wind as she, uh, as she urges her sailors on. And you see strapped to the mast is this giant stone pillar, uh, which you can barely make out the sort of subtle features that look like maybe a person inside. Tell me how you uh, prevail in uh, catching up with catching up with her ship. Uh, I am manipulating the ropes and the rigging just uh, using my powerful arms with absolute precision. When the wind fights, I let out the slack where it needs to be let out. And when the wind gives, I pull the slack where I can. And I'm just navigating expertly. Can I add to that? Yeah, you're supporting. Uh, I think you have like multiple ropes going on at the same time. Yeah, I'm kind. I'm like the um, king at the end of the road to El Dorado when he just like double ropes on the on the big pillars <laughs> to let their ship yes. go. Just got one in each hand. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and of course, you know, the shot we get of of their face is like wind and waves splashing against you and like other sailors getting knocked back and like letting go and you grabbing onto their ropes in their stead, you know, as you just like hold all of this with perfect precision and you keep the, the sails just perfectly taut and the ship is, is, is keeling over and it's just like right on the edge of like dipping, you know, uh, of being just too far. You, you let the sails out just enough so you can burst through the storm. Uh, however, Dreos, tell, tell us how you are best. I think that having incited the cunning of Hera and the daring of Hermes, that at the last moment, as these waves are coming out from this ship, that as one of the waves crashes back and starts to buckle, he jerks the ship just enough so that it actually 
pops up onto the wave and into the clearing around her ship. Nice, nice. You you crest that wave and, and just splash down. So as in a normal contest, um, hey Thor, you will get seven glory for, for prevailing. Andreas, uh, you'll get 13 for being best. Uh, Arcadius and Mykonos, you'll each get one for supporting as well as a bond with with Hathor. And Dreos, you also get an advantage die. Uh, you get a D10 advantage die that can be used anytime in the conflict, and you can give it to anyone you want. You can use it yourself, or you can give it away. If you give it away, you get a, you get a bond to whoever you give it to. And it's representing this uh, advantage that you've got of, catch, of, of catching their ship and, and, uh, and winning this engagement. This is Thessakira, the pirate queen, who has never been caught, and your ship has Breach through the storm created by the Pillar of Storms. As the sides of your ship smash into one another, the the pirates on board are all jostled as they're they are struck and amazed and awed uh, that another ship has made it uh, to them. And then they sort of turn to you, steel in hand, bloodthirsty eyes as they're like, this cannot pass. No one can uh, live to know this day and they're going to come charging into you. But nevertheless, you have got the advantage on them uh, in catching their ship and being uh, side to side with the wind thief. Far back in the mists of antiquity, a poet sings of great deeds wrought by mighty heroes, of monsters slain and justice restored, of wise counsel and devious strategies, of courage, valor, and daring, defiant of the gods themselves. In Agon, you create and play these heroes, crafting their epic tale into an immortal legend. Lost at sea, you will venture to islands populated by mythical creatures, dire beasts, treacherous landscapes, legendary kingdoms, and desperate people, all somehow cursed or abandoned by the cruel power of the capricious gods. You can find Agon on Kickstarter through the web address in our show notes until October 25th, or learn more at evilhat.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep voice chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, the, the strange the, name. Yes. Like uh, a fruit. Uh, red pepper. That's yes, it. yes. It, <clears throat> in a world where something, something, something... That's the one. Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. Oh. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. That was a very clever joke. Yes. I am a very turgid man. You are. I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, right you are. <clears throat> in a world... Oh, great. Normal. Uh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us... Float! They float! Uh, uh, float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh, God, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's going to have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic, medium... <coughs> my throat. Oh, uh, Magenta... I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Do you imagine that? Ew. Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. <sighs> Here we go again. What do you want? From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. For all fans of the esoteric. 
Available now wherever you get podcasts.